Welcome to After the Episode. I'm here back with uh, Murder of Dreams, <laughs> Grant. <laughs> and today, we're probably going to go over a lot more of the slasher things, uh, horror movies, and uh, and we're going to ask him, the, we're, finally, maybe we'll get an answer of why you eat children in their dreams. <laughs> why I am the way I am. <laughs> it is very surprising to me that you actually, you've seen some of these movies since you don't see movies all the time, but... Uh, like we were talking about in the episode about all the plot holes in this movie, which, yeah. which uh, <laughs> I can remember when they're fighting on the dock and the girl just kept running with a huge chunk of wood. I was like, e- "Get away! Just right? get away from them! You don't go, <laughs> you're not going to help nobody <laughs> except you know now Will. You you put Will in danger and yeah. now you got to save him and drag his <laughs> ass off the dock. But... <laughs> Typical, Typical like, horror movie." But like I like how they they're self they are self aware that Freddy Krueger is a, a character is a, is a bad person because they lock up all those kids in the mental institution give them hypnosil right and then like and that I do like that whole sequence when they go back to go get all the, the hypnosil drugs yep. and they're like oh let's give it to let's knock Freddy out you know right and that and he, the get... poor security guard is. He's just walking up because he hears a sm- huge smashing on the door. <laughs> it's Jason just knocking that bitch just, down. Boom. Which I like. They used a lot of CGI in this. Like on that scene when the mm-hmm. blood coming out, you can definitely tell it's CGI blood, or that the Freddy caterpillar that comes out and gets yeah you know gets, gets high with the Jason Mewes wannabe right. <laughs> so. From the Alice in Wonderland part, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, and like that's or a, with that's... The, his bloody footprints in the was it the police station, Freddy's. Yeah, yeah. And like, and I get like they really did the stereotype kind of things, but it's like I kind of enjoyed that part of it. Most most potheads like that, they're pretty annoying. They're yeah. like that, but like. I don't think any if there if there's a psycho killer after him and he's like oh we gotta find this stuff we don't have a lot of time he's like hey let's take a J break I don't think they're that bad you know? no so like I think that's like I said I think they're just really t- taken <laughs> to the stereotypical part of a, a stoner cause, right cause really what the hell <laughs> I don't know like, but that whole scene like it is creepy how they have. They go into that room when all the kids are in like the comas because mm-hmm. they took too much hypnosil. I was like, "How do they know like it's working though?" Right. Like, because I imagine those are the kids like when the because the drug is still being like FDA approved. It's not FDA approved yet, and so they're just they're like, "Oh, they gave these kids too much." I'm like, what if they're giving them ones that like a one that doesn't work, and they're just and they're in a coma just being tortured. <laughs> right. But well, being tortured by how like by Freddie himself. Yeah. Well, he'd kill him. That's the thing. So I was like, they don't explain. Oh, that's what you're saying. And and like, I don't know, like, they, when they're talking about how the dad, like, the reason Will is in, Mm -hmm. uh, her boyfriend's in there, because he said that uh, Lori's dad is the one who killed her mom. Right. And so, when it was actually Freddie who killed the mom, but then, like, of course, that, that, uh, her dad is the one He's the the doctor who's putting all these kids to sleep and right. stuff like that, or uh, do the hypnosil stuff like that. And so I was like, Lori sees that later on in the movie when she's sleeping, though. That, yeah, or Freddie shows her that he killed her. Well, because they're going, or they're on the internet looking up what hypnosil is, and they're oh, like, yeah, yeah, Lori, yeah. your dad's 
or when they're at and they're in there, they're like, Lori, your dad's on all these, all this paperwork. Your dad's name's on there. And so, like, it was still a pretty fun sequence. Uh, the the cop in that movie, I like him as an actor. I hate that he died the way he did. I thought it was, like, cooler. Oh, the young guy? Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, uh, I, I figured they'd do the same thing they did with half the other kills in this, where Jason would hit him. It's like he's using, like, a dull machete. He'd just hit him, and they go flying oh, and hit something. I was like, Christ. <laughs> just flying all over the place? Yeah. And, uh, and they did that an awful lot in this movie. <laughs> so I was like, God damn it. But this was actually the last time Robert England played Freddy. Really? Yep. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but he played Rorschach in, uh, in The Watchmen. He played Freddy in the in the remake. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't remember the name of the guy who played Jason in the in their remake. But I actually liked that remake. The one in, from... 2009. 2009, yeah. Yeah, like, they have him, like, running people and... Some of the killings are done during the day. Yep, the wood chipper scene is during the day. Yep, and then uh, when the dude's on the boat and he gets an arrow through the head. Oh, yeah. And then he runs into the girl <laughs> with mm-hmm. the phone. I was like, yeah. <clears throat> but he also does, like, in that movie, in 2009 one, they, he does, like, psychological warfare on these kids. Like, when the one, uh, the, there's two token play uh, characters who point out that they're the token yeah. people of the thing. He gets that, the black one gets the axe thrown into his back. Yep. And he's like, ah, he's screaming. He's like, yeah, but he doesn't kill him right away, which Jason normally does. He doesn't play with his food kind of right. thing. And uh, he's in the, and they're in the house. They're like, yeah. we got to go out there and help. He's like, no, no, he's using your friend as bait. Yep. I was like, well, Freddie didn't really do that. But in this one, Freddie is a lot like, he's a lot more slender, more athletic. and Jason. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. You're talking about <laughs> Keep talking about these goddamn people. I'm gonna have to watch that one again. I remember seeing that one on Friday the 13th, February. I think it was February of 2009, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day is when it came out. Oh, and I saw it in the theaters. I actually I liked it. Like, uh, I wish they would have kept going with it, but now that I know there's a bunch of like uh, lawsuits going on about who gets the rights to the character. Yeah, from the sounds of how it ended, uh, we're probably not gonna get one unless they. Unless they adhere to all the new stipulations now, it seems like it'll be just a crappy story. I wouldn't mind, I didn't mind the, uh, that reboot or the, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake either. And see, and that's, that's actually the first time in that remake, it's actually the first time they actually allude him to being a pedophile. Okay. In all the other other movies, like, he's just a child killer Mm -hmm. who gets off on a technicality. And they end up and then, going, then they, yeah. and then the parents go and like find them and burn them alive. But then, then uh, the newest one, the remake, they allude that he was, you know, a child molester. Did that come out in two thousand nine too? Two thousand nine um, or two thousand ten? They were right around the same time. Um, that Nightmare on Elm Street did. I am, but I know it was it was a ways back then. I wouldn't mind, you know, everybody else is coming out with remakes and stuff like that. Uh. And these are classics, obviously, but why not make it like a modern time uh, deal? Have, you know, because there's not things going on still that were going on in the 80s, but you can kind of twist the plot line around or the storyline and stuff like that to make it justifiable now. Yeah, and well, uh, 
I think they they'll probably be different writers now, and to actually build a, a new generation of fan base, it would be it would be a nice like reprieve. Like I would like to see them, even if they had to start it over. Yeah, because like when these first came out, I wasn't even born, so it, it, it would two thousand ten. Yeah, is when the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street came out. Oh, nice. So yeah, so oh nine and then two thousand ten. Which I imagine the only reason that went got got greenlit to be able to do is because because of how the, successful that Friday right the Thirteenth was. Yep, and I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna. But then like nothing came about that. He, nothing came about that one either. Right. So like the only uh, remakes we have right now are the new Halloween movies, which. They're not just remake. Uh, I guess they're not called considered remakes. They're, they're really retcons of the because they have the original first one, mm-hmm. and then they had and then this uh, the two thousand eighteen one is supposed to be a remake of the second film, and then the one that just came out like last week, uh, Halloween Kills. Okay. Uh, that's supposed to be like a continuation of that one. So technically, it's only the third. Third. Even though there's been six other ones, right. which by that time they get, they got pretty ridiculous, and they start coming out with the origin that Mike Myers, uh, he's in a bloodline of like a, a a Celtic cult, and it was it was he he's possessed by like a Celtic demon, something like that. That's oh, why yeah. he keeps coming back and stuff like that. I never put him as an Irish person. Uh, yeah, I mean. Being as large as he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if he has red hair or not. He has that damn mask on all the time. Maybe he's uh, right around the same Celtic origin as the Leprechaun, then. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothers. <laughs> They're going to make a twins movie instead of Danny DeVito. Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be the Leprechaun and Mike Myers. <laughs> Twin killers. Which I did like. I haven't seen Halloween Kills yet. Like I think I'm going to go see it here within the next couple of days. I did like the remake in 2018, yeah. and what we, uh, what we brought up earlier is uh, Rob Zombie's remake of them, which yeah, he, he made two I, of them. I liked the first one, and I liked the, the first 35, 40 minutes of the second one. I don't think I've seen the second one that he did. Uh, I don't think I actually knew that he made a second one. Yeah, so he wasn't going to, but then uh, he ended up, uh, the production company was like, hey, we're going to give you a ton of money, because this first one made a shit ton of money. Yeah. We'll give you I a really ton of money, and we'll give you 100% creative oversight of this. And then when once they gave him creative oversight, he it's he started making it into like a music video type of thing. Uh-oh. He does some weird like spiritual things, a lot of sim, uh, symbiot- symbolic, Symbol- yeah. symbolic kind of deals, like... Uh, in the first movie, his wife dies. Like mm-hmm. Sherry Moon Zombie plays in it, she ends up dying in there. But in this one, he brings her back as a spirit that that Laurie Strode and Mike Myers sees. She's on a white horse. Oh, you know, she well. looks like an angel. And, and it, and he even said in an interview, he's like, "Ah, yeah, I pretty much did that because uh, they handed me a bunch of money and they gave me a hundred and they gave me full control of how it was gonna go." And I just wanted my wife to be in another movie, so I gave her the, like the spiritual role of what it is. But he also said like he he didn't want to remake a movie. He didn't want to do he didn't want to redo somebody's story. He wanted to do his own thing, right. which it's kind of contradicting when he said that because in the the second Halloween movie, the original second Halloween movie, mm-hmm. it all takes place in a hospital. He's going around killing everybody in the hospital. Okay. Well, in, in the first 30 to 40 minutes of this second one that he made 
uh, Lori's in the hospital. And she goes and she sees her friend who who got like damn near butchered in the in the first one. Mm-hmm. So she's in the hospital bed, and then next thing you know, uh, they're taking the paramedics. You, it starts. It's like uh, with the final scene of the first one. It shows like Lori all bloody and stuff like that. Yeah. The paramedics come and they put Mike Myers in the ambulance, and they're driving, and they ends up uh, hitting a cow. And the one in the driver of the ambulance just he gets ejected from and just killed. And then the second guy in the passenger he gets pinned in there. Yeah. But then uh, next thing you know, you see Mike Myers gets up, gets out of the out of the thing. He grabs a piece of glass from the windshield and just saws the dude head oh. off. And I was like, this is definitely a Rob Zombie film. Yeah. He he saws the dude's head off with a piece of glass. He ends up going to the hospital to find Lori. He's going around. He's stabbing. Like, he does some brutal fucking things. Like he, like he does like three choke slam moves in oh. this. He comes up. He fucking slams a nurse to the ground. Just and he's like just hacking away, hacking away, hacking away, hacking away. I was like Jesus Christ. But in the in, before that, when he's walking to the hospital, mm-hmm. you he's walking through a field and these two like hillbillies come up and they have fucking baseball bats and shit mm-hmm. and they start beating the hell out of him. He goes to the ground and then one of the guy's wives come out. And she's like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And he's like, well, we're fucking done. And Jason, like, or not Jason, God damn it. Mike Myers, <laughs> like, like starts coming up. And you see him put on the William Shatner mask. <clears throat> and then he walks over. Oh, yeah. And he kills the two guys right away. And even though that one girl was nice, he still kills her. But then he gets to the, and, like, he goes through and he's doing, like, a murder spree at this hospital. Come to find out, it's just Lori dreaming. And I was oh. like, you just spent 40 minutes of this, damn near 40 minutes of this film in a dream sequence. Like, there's, there could have been so much more done. Right. And it literally, it like, when he says he didn't want to do a movie or do anything that someone else already did. Right. That's what somebody else did. That's the whole premise of the second movie, you know? <laughs> I was like, I liked it. I liked the way it turned out. But it was, it was pretty cool, I thought. But then, like, uh, like his, uh, the Dr. Loomis. The yeah. one who was in charge of him, yeah. uh, he's now like a hot shot. He he yeah, pretty much acts like a rock star. Yeah, and because he's like yeah, he's writing a book. He has publicity, and now uh, Lori, since her family's dead, she's staying with her friend whose dad is the sheriff, who's actually played by Brad Dorf, the guy who played Chucky. Mm-hmm. And that guy, I'm not gonna lie, can act because in that movie, his uh, daughter gets killed by Mike, okay. Mike Myers, and I was like, oh man. And like just the just I don't know he shows a lot of passion, a lot of reaction. Like it seems like genuine, Legit. like yeah. I was like, oh, like oh my god, that's awesome. But then uh, by by the end of that movie, like uh, the Loomis, he's trying to like I don't know. He's he's coming back from his hot shot and wants to be like a good psychiatrist again. And so right. he goes he, um, in the final scene, the cops are surrounded this like abandoned barn. Yeah, which Mike has Lori in there and stuff like that, and they're both seeing their mom oh, okay. and stuff like that. And Loomis gets in, he goes, "I can save him, I can save them." And like Mike, Michael ends up just fucking hacking him. <laughs> and then like, uh, but like uh, Brad Dwarf's character shoots Michael a couple times with like a, a high powered rifle, and it makes him stumble back onto some farm equipment. He's stuck there. Mm-hmm. And then Lori, for whatever fucking reason, comes up. She goes, she's crying. She's like, I love you, brother. And then she was going to go stab him with his own knife because he like tried to stab her. Right. But he couldn't. And so she grabs him and she starts stabbing him and she walks out wearing his mask. 
Oh, so it which, sets you up for like a third one. Yeah, there was supposed to be a third one. And they didn't really allude to that in the original ones, but in the comic books. Like, there's okay. a... There's, and one of them, towards the end, there's a big killing spree going on. And yeah. when the cops finally catch up, the person takes a mask off and it's Lori. And so I imagine he was just trying to allude to that. But it was... That was in the first, the first Halloween one that Rob Zombie did, the... Like, I knew what was going to happen... Kind of, with the uh, one from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew what was going to kind of transpire, but you didn't know how graphic it was going to be. Like, Rob yeah. Zombie made it extremely graphic and things of that nature. And the one thing that, the one kill that really bothered me was uh, Danny Trejo's character. Oh, yeah. Because he was so nice to him all the time. And just oh, talking right. to him. Yeah, he was like the only person that would yep. talk to him. He's like, hey, Mikey. Or, you know, like, talk to him like he's a real person. And yeah, not... like, because he was so alone. And yeah. in the comic books, like, he goes, uh, Mike Myers is a kid when he goes to that place. Yeah. And, like, uh, they say. He's he, a kid in the Rob Zombie movie, too. Yeah, you see him as a kid. After he kills his mom's boyfriend or yeah. his yeah. Don't think boyfriend. I'm not taking a fucking mental note of all this shit, you know. Just cracks him over then. Yeah, which plays uh, another, he's another guy who plays in a lot of Rob Zombie's movies, but uh, in the comic books, he's in Asylum and they're in a room of four people. There's there's him, there's like a an older teenager who is like seriously a psychopath. Like he He's in there because he's killed a bunch of people. Oh, okay. And then there's this kid who's just extremely... He's like a savant, but he just can't, like... Uh, he he he's, he can't be trusted to be by himself kind of thing. Okay. And then there's, like, another kid who's uh, just kind of, like, timid and stuff like that. Well, like, you see bad shit's happening all around this mental institution, and you find out it's little Michael is the one orchestrating all of this kind of stuff, like, actually doing the killings in there, and the other guy's getting blamed for it. Oh, Okay. So, like, uh, I'd say I'd say Rob Zombie's trying. He was trying to do some of the things from the comics, which again, he when he talks about, he doesn't want to do a story someone else did. He yeah, was doing a story someone else did. Right. But that did remind me the. Is it in the first one too? Where after he gets out, after he kills Danny Trejo, after that other orderly like tries raping that girl. And Mike, yeah, and he yeah Mike Mike Myers just see. Well, he that's know, another thing. There's about two that. orderlies that are doing it. Yeah, like, and he hears it or sees it from his little window or whatever, and that's the he kills Danny Trejo's character and then he goes right there and yeah. kills both of them. And see, and that's another thing about Rob Zombie movies. In both of those, there's scenes where you see just a, a naked woman who's just getting, you know, brutally beat. Yeah, like in the second one, he's in that strip club and he's like bashing the girl's face on the mirror and she's completely naked. And I get like. The, they chose to do that role, but he's like, all the every time I've seen an interview about an actress talking about that, they're like, oh, it was super uncomfortable, and and in a movie like that, I just it's a horror movie. I don't think it's necessary. To I don't think one. it's necessary at all. I don't think so. But like, I like in the second one before he goes and kills the the stripper and the guy who owns the strip club, like the guy's buddy, he's taking out the garbage. He's like a bouncer. Yeah. He walks up and he sees, he throws the garbage in there and he sees Mike. He's like, what you doing? Like trying to act tough. And Mike Myers walks up to him. Cause at this point, I don't think he has his mask. I just has a hood up. Yeah. And he goes up and he's trying to punch the guy. And it's the most brutal thing. Like he just grabs the dude, picks him up and like choke slams him to the ground. Just fucking. And then he's just like crushes his head with his oh. foot. It's like, Jesus Christ. 
And so, like, like I said earlier, like, there's a lot of things I like about Rob Zombie. Like, I used to be a huge fan of his music up until, like, his Educated Horses album. Which I, I don't know albums, but... Yeah, like, it, you know, I want to say it probably came out in, like, 2006. It was, it was pretty fucking weird. <laughs> but, uh... Some of, like, I love uh, House of Thousand Corpses, which uh, he kind of, there was, like, cutscenes, like, he did, like, it looked like his music videos. Right. But then in The Devil's Rejects, it was, like, a actual productive movie. He didn't do a bunch of weird cut, cutbacks. The same thing with Three from Hell. It wasn't a bunch of weird cutbacks. So did House of a Thousand Corpses was first, then yeah. The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. And then... Three from Hell. Three from Hell. And th- those are all the, about it's the like same. A, it's, it's like a storyline, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen those either. I've always wanted to, but... House of a Thousand Corpses is probably my favorite. And he could have ended it there, but he didn't. Just the way it ended. Yeah. They're all in a car, then a massive shootout, and you see they all die. But in the in the Three from Hell, the third one, mm-hmm. they, they lived and they get out. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It's always something. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I like how in most of Rob Zombie's movies, he has, he brings like old horror classic icons. People who played it. Mm-hmm. Like he played, the guy who did the voice of Chucky plays in his Halloween movies yep. and stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. He does a good homage to it. Mm-hmm. And right now, and I, I hope it's good, but he's, he, right now he's doing the movie for the monsters. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that was him directing it. Yep. Yeah, the, if you go on the Instagram, you can see all of his, like, he, he rebuilt the house, he actually rebuilt that whole lane. Oh, really? Like, uh, Mystery Lane, Mystery, or whatever, yeah. whatever the word it's called, rebuilt the house and everything, and then uh, his wife is going to play the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I hope it's good, because that's not really a horror movie. No, it's like a... It's a it was an old family show, man. Yeah, you know, it's like an Adams Family type. yeah. Which, been, I used to like family. those movies. Those, yeah. are, those have, like, uh, <clears throat> humorous things. <clears throat> yeah. But I do like, uh, in the new Halloween movie, the 2018 one, that, like, that's some, there's a much brutality, which reminds me of the old Rob Zombie one. Like, yeah. he would just physically just manhandle people before he killed them, and, mm-hmm. like, he'd just stab people, like, five or six fucking times. Just but, absolutely mind-blowing. I yeah. think that's, when I saw the, the Rob Zombie one, I was like, oh my god, like, they can they can show these in horror movies yeah. like it's not a cheesy killing. Well, because we talked about like when we talk about like the old uh, horror movies, a bunch of scenes are always cut out because they were too graphic. And yeah. Too much now, like the shit they get away with now, mm-hmm. like that's that's like man, they're like we could have watched those movies back then. What if it's like? Could you imagine? We wouldn't even be having this conversation about <laughs> remakes if they could have done it the original. Yeah. Like, like put put the Rob Zombie version back in the eighties. <laughs> That would I think that would have creep and freaked everybody else out at the time, and then yeah, so. might have actually been bad for the horror genre. Really, yeah. have you seen the 2018? Movie? I have not. So in that one, he when he escapes, he's from this gas station, and this this boy and girl are there using the bathroom, mm-hmm. and the girl is talking to the gas station attendant, and you see in the, like in the faded background, he's uh, he's killing the mechanic of the place just so he could take his jumpsuit kind of thing. Oh, okay. And <laughs> dude, it's fucking nuts because 
the girl goes in the use of the bathroom and he's coming and he walks in and you know like you see the footsteps under the stall and turns and faces she's like yeah and he hits the door like really hard scaring the shit and then you see his hand come over and he just drops all the dude's teeth on the floor oh. <laughs> yeah dude, it's, oh. it's, it's freaky and then he like he gets he busts the door and grabs her and just like slams her head up against the wall a bunch of times Jeez. after her boyfriend tries coming in he just <laughs> he manhandles the shit out of him and like I like how they got these huge physical actors and it's just just a big freaking dude. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I like about the 2018, there's a cutscene where he gets he goes to the street where all the kids are trick or treating and stuff like that. They do it all in a one shot, just like they did in the original. That mm-hmm. like they they at first they have the camera panning around the house where you see through the windows and you see Mike Myers like walking through the house doing this this murder scene then doing this murder scene walking out of this house going to this one and it's like it's all done in one shot just, just like killing it, people yep just it, just like in the original and it was so well oh, yeah. like oh that's so good because it's really hard for when movies do one full scene like because mm. they can do a scene cut right reposition do all this kind of stuff but when they do a one cut scene like i think that's so impressive because you have to do it right the entire way through yeah it's not like you can get the first part of it good and then they go on, you mess up, you got to start all the way over again. Right. And then you're like, oh, I messed up on this first part then. And then you got to start all over. So when they do all in one take, like, I I really enjoy those shots. That's, They're pretty sweet. Yeah, that's really awesome. So, and like, uh, and as of now, I suppose Halloween is probably the only, like, the only successful new slasher films that are coming out now. Of like the old remakes. Right. It's in, uh, and Rightfully so. Like, Mike Myers is actually the one who started the whole genre. Mm-hmm. That's like, he was before Jason and Freddy. So I was like, that's cool. Jason's mom. Yeah, Jason's, Jason's mom. Jason's mom is the killer. And you don't even see Jason in a hockey mask until, like, the third film. Is he have, like, a burlap sack on? Yeah, he has, like, a potato sack on or some shit. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Which I do like in the 2009 remake of it. How he got the hockey mask. He, he goes and... Like when you said the wood chipper scene, yeah, that guy he's talking about like having sex with that mannequin. He goes, oh, "Look, you good?" I'm like yeah. that's weird. And I'm like <laughs> that dude plays that part very well. He's like, "Man," because <laughs> he who, that same guy was got scared by the dude that's looking for his sister. He goes, "Man, you just almost got your ass kicked." Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And then yeah, yeah, he yeah. tries getting tough with Jason, and Jason just like, "Why? What the hell, man?" Like, going around. <laughs> that was that was so good though. Yeah, they're looking for, in the remake, they're just looking for, a like, a pot field, right? Yeah, and, like, well, they're going on a camping trip, but two of the kids were like, there's, you know, oh, there's yeah. a weed field over here kind of thing, you know? Which, that guy, I, I imagine the dude that plays the big geeky nerd guy, mm-hmm. I imagine he, he's a legit fucking nerd in there. <laughs> and then, like, his, the, like, the face he makes in horror when he first sees Jason, I was like, that's pretty good acting, Yeah. You know? But, but like in all Jason movies, they always got to have, you know, teens having sex and nudity. I was like, so I, I get it. Like, I, I like boobs just as much as the other person, but right. I'm like, it's not neat in these kind of, it, it kind of makes You can it use weird. it, you can use it as a, you don't have to show them doing it. You can have uh, the guy and the girl like flirting or whatever and yeah. go off to a separate place and. And that's the thing. You're gonna know what's gonna happen. Well, and like, and I feel like they make it as a premise of like, because the camp counselors were off having sex, and that's why he drowned. I was like, I admit it. I was like, no one just goes to the woods and just bangs all the time. Like, 
know. <laughs> girls nowadays are like, <laughs> like you know, doing those cornfield parties that happen. But like girls nowadays, they're like, ah, oh, it's dirty. This is where you want to do the thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm like, and I could be wrong. There, there could be some freaks out there, but. But you know, I like I like the remakes for the most part. I wish they would have. I'm one of those people like I want to know more, and more of the story. I want to keep going in on it and stuff like that. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I would like. Uh, we talked on uh, our Chucky and Bride of Chucky. You know, at the beginning when they go through the uh, <clears throat> police evidence locker, and you know that they're all the same universe. So yeah, have. Uh, Chucky and Jason and Freddie and Leatherface and uh, Mike Myers all, like, come together in a movie mm-hmm. and maybe, like, try to figure out who the ultimate slasher yeah, is. The battle royale. Yeah. Well, in the, there was talks of a Freddie vs. Jason 2, because that's why he wings yeah. at the end, and Mike Myers was supposed to show up. Oh. Yeah, so, and then, like, there was talks of... Chucky going to Elm Street and shit like mm-hmm. that because it was all going to be the same premise that uh, people are forgetting about uh, Freddy and they need people to think oh. about. And so they're like Chucky. He was going to have Chucky come back and start terrorizing Elm Street. And then, but I feel like Freddy could, like, he wouldn't be that scared of Chucky. Like, I don't think that'd be a fair fight because, for one, Chucky doesn't dream, he doesn't go to sleep, yeah, so he, he can't get him in his dream world. Mm hmm. But then, like, if they were fighting in the real world, like, Freddy was taking hacks from Jason in his machete. Mm-hmm. Like, Chuck, it's not like Chucky can do his scary little thing and, like, you know, come up and start cutting his legs and, you know, cutting his tendons and <laughs> shit like that. It's not going to work. No, not at all. So, I, but I, I could see them, if they got together, I could see they're like, he would use Chucky as, like, a tormenting tool. And, like, like Chuck, to, yeah, twist with Pete, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, like, you, I guess I didn't realize... That uh, you said that Mike Myers Halloween started the whole slasher genre, kind of. Yeah. So I think if that were to happen, ultimately you'd need Mike Myers to kill all the other slashers. Yeah, and uh, and I I don't I just don't see a movie working with Jason and Michael because <clears throat> neither of them talk. Right. And then so like they both have like a supernatural part of them, and uh, I don't yeah. know. It'd just be like a, a like I would still watch it and be a big brood fest and shit like that. But I was like I would I I I don't know how the story would go. Like would is it something like Jason just is on someone else's stopping ground or some shit like that? Right. Which I could see because like you know he goes to Manhattan, <laughs> goes to space. Yeah, it goes. Oh my god, don't get me started. <laughs> Uh, What's the significance of the 1428, the house number? Is there any significance, or is that just a number that they picked? I think it was just the number they picked. Okay. I haven't found anything about it, because I, like, I looked into trying to find Easter eggs. I even looked at, like, it's 14, whatever. Uh, it's 1428. 1428, like, if it was, like, a series of the comic book, like, there was, like, a certain oh, okay. series of, like, oh, this is the appearance of this person first appearance of this person or right. or if it was a producer's birthday or some shit like that oh, yeah. you know, I, I try looking up that kind of stuff and, and nothing, nothing I can find correlates the only thing correlated about the house is like uh, is when uh, Disney almost produced oh, it right. stuff like that and I was like but the production company eventually did do it like it saved that production company so yeah, it's like it's, that. A, it's a house Freddie built kind of deal so I was like sweet 
But uh, yeah, that, like we're talking about all the slashers coming together kind of deal, and like I would definitely go watch it. I don't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want them to put it into like one movie. I'd want it to be like a, an actual like series. series. Maybe if like you know, someone like Netflix or like Hulu mm-hmm. did like a series on it, I I think that would work. Go from maybe take each one of them individually and kind of rewrite them at the beginning of when they started to coming together maybe yeah and i would like the way the best way i feel like it would go is uh like freddy is the mastermind behind it all okay because he is like the smart one i guess right like well chucky's pretty clever too but like i can just see like freddy is trying to be more globally scary instead of just just around elm street yeah yeah yeah, spring, instead of just taking over Springwood, Ohio, you know, yeah. like t- like trying to take over the world kind of thing. Which in the comic books, that's what the whole premise between Freddy vs. Jason is. He's trying to like build an army. <laughs> so, oh, okay. It's pretty sweet, man. But like, uh, but uh, we do have some sad news. Uh, there was a shooting on a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. Uh, they're doing. They're filming the movie Rust, which I never heard of until right. this incident happened. But Alec Baldwin actually shot the cinematographer, mm-hmm. which and, killed her, and then wounded the director right. on this film. And me and you were talking about it. Like I haven't heard of a shooting actually happening on a movie until uh, the last time I heard about it was uh, The Crow and, and Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Yeah. And you can definitely tell, like, they went on with the movie and they finished the movie, but you can definitely tell the difference between the two actors. Which, I've heard a couple different things that there was, um, when you fire blanks in a gun, sometimes the the, uh, cartridge will break off in the barrel, and then the next one will actually discharge the the broken pieces from the barrel. I don't know if that's true or not. And then, I heard that there was a... They I actually, heard that there was an actual live round in the chamber, too. Yeah, for the Brandon Lee one, there was actually a big... A, yeah. It, well, because in, in that... I don't know what the scene was in this Rust movie. But look, it, from the sound <laughs> of it, it was just Alec Baldwin was the only person with a weapon. Right. But in uh, The Crow, Brandon Lee was standing on a table, mm-hmm. and the table had like, you know, 14, 15 people with full force multipliers with them, and they all were shooting at the same time. Yeah. And one just happened to have live round in it which I don't understand why you'd have live round on the on the set yeah. or anywhere near anything and I imagine they probably bought like blanks in bulk mm-hmm. but like a blank looks completely different than an yeah, actual live round yeah like and so it's it. they all had to be loaded the same way a mm-hmm. real weapon would and I was like someone had like I think it, I think they were some murder but it could be I I I agree like why, why would you want to? Or maybe that'd make you famous. Or maybe you, yeah, maybe you piss somebody off. And because that's the scene where he's standing on the table and he gets shot in the head, right? Yeah. Before well, they know that he, have, he have, spoiler alert. Yeah, because he's, he's like, where is he? And all of a sudden, like you see a shot go through the, the gunman's head or whatever, and I was like, ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah. But they're trying to kill the, the crow, his character. Yeah, because he's. But like, spoiler alert, because they don't know that they have to kill the actual crow. Yeah, but like, I, like I I understand mistakes happen, but like if you're That's... using props like that, like I would be because not only will you know 
a lot bunch of lawsuits are coming out mm-hmm. because someone can potentially die or get hurt. But like that would shut down production in a movie for a long time. And you know, and it, it sounds horrible to say, but like it that costs a lot of money. Like to right. shut down productions. Like right now, Aquaman two has been shut down <laughs> because uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp's ex wife. Okay. Oh, be, she, yeah. She ended up stabbing Jason Momoa in the eye with a prop. What? Yeah. yeah they, they they haven't really came out and said anything, like if it was an accident on purpose, but with her track record, yeah, it's probably like, I purpose. imagine it's on purpose. Plus, she's in a lot of trouble cause, because with Australia because she tried smuggling dogs out of Australia. Like, she's she's horrible. And it, and it I think it's totally terrible how, like, the well, allegations. She destroyed Johnny Dove's career, yeah, too. Which all turned out to be false. But and he still lost all of his all of his acting jobs. Like he got mm-hmm. kicked off Pirates of the Caribbean. He got kicked off of the uh, Fantastic Beast movies. Yep. She's still getting roles, and See, then she's trying to sue right. him still for like uh, uh, missing work or something like that. Money for how much she's missed work or something like that. But she hasn't. But she hasn't missed work. Yeah, he, his career is destroyed. Yeah, and he's been kicked off at like two, three movies. So I was like, yeah, that's. You know, Hollywood. Right? Yeah. Great actor. Great singer, by the way, too. Which? Demon Bieber. Or Bieber. <laughs> Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd. That's he really of... sang in that? Yep. Oh. Much like Hugh Jackman really sang in The Greatest Showman. Yeah, I know. He was a, he, cause he was so a Broadway He was a Broadway singer mm-hmm. before he started. And what? We'll come to... yeah. Alan Rickman actually sang in Sweeney Todd also. Alan Rickman was a good singer? Well, he's, he's, I would imagine, like, I thought he did well in that movie, and he sang all of his parts, too. I thought he was good as Groot Tomber, or, yeah, Groot, oh, crap, I can't say it. You mean Severus Snape? No. no. <laughs> We're not going over this again, God. Which, you know, they're coming out with a new Harry Potter movie. Yeah, I bet you'll have to go see that, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to. Well, I need to know the story. I've watched the other seven, so. <laughs> I don't think I've seen... I don't know if I've seen the second Deathly Hallows, the seventh movie. Maybe I have. I don't remember. Have you read the book at least? I've read every book. Yeah. Well, up in, or I've read every Harry Potter book. See, and that's the thing that just irritates us because in that movie, like, they're in the bell tower or something like that, and mm-hmm. they're face to face. And even <laughs> Harry Potter being a scrawny bastard, like, <laughs> Voldemort is a frail, just, just fucking. Grab him and man up. Just do it. Do it. Mike Myers does. Just choke, send the shit out of him. He's gonna lose concentration on whatever spell he's going on and just beat the hell out of him. I was like, just like the that Quidditch player, like that Krug or Krog or whatever the fuck. Oh, name. um, um, oh, yeah. When they come in for the Triwizards, yeah, he's like stuff. the gosh, what is his name? Yeah. dude. Like, oh, I can't think of his name. Like all I'm saying is like they were like. Because they do a bunch of talking with their point. They're like, just get close, grab that fucking guy's hand, crush it. He can't hold that wall no more. Right. Just punch him in the face. So much would be so much to... Oh, man. And, like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not all about beat women, but that fucking bitch. Uh, uh, she takes over... Bellatrix? Yeah, no. No, she's dead. Uh, the, she takes over the school... Oh, uh, oh! She's like the most hated character before yeah. uh, the Game of Thrones kid came along. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of her name either. Uh, you know who's Umbridge? got some serious wand skills? Umbridge. Oh yeah, Dolores yeah. Umbridge. Yeah. Like man, someone should have just. 
assassinated her. She was the most like it, they they like they did a study out well, not a study but like they did a poll mm-hmm. about the most hated character and she was the most hated character in all movies up until uh, Joffrey from Game of Thrones. I out. never watched Game of Thrones. I, I so I started watching it at the end of the sixth season because there was like a like a year and a half gap between the sixth and seventh season. Okay. And it was like a it was like a month before. The seventh season started coming was gonna like kind of come out, and I just binge watched it all up until that point. So and then I was part of the cool people group again, <laughs> even though I spent years not watching it. And I would like I talked to a buddy at work, and he like he was a big fan of it all the way through. And I was like, this this little fucking asshole. He goes, oh you wait, you wait, he gets in, he, and he gets in a horrible way too. I was like, oh thank God. <laughs> I wish we could have seen like Umber, more of that Umberidge girl. Really, mm-hmm. if I can get to, she gets taken off by the Minotaurs or some shit, or Centaurs or whatever the cars. <laughs> Serious wand skills, though. Our friend Josh Van Skyhawk demonstrated them oh, on Saturday after we got to the coffin. Yeah, he was like, he had like it all down. He he knew the words to say. The, the wrist flick, the swirls, the. I know I looked at him and I was like, is this what I'm really watching right now? <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't pass. Like, it blew my mind. But... Uh, any other any other horror movies you're going to want to... Like, I, I think we should do Scream. Yep, I like, really like Scream. That was, uh, that was the movies that actually brought back the slasher genre and made them like interesting again and it gave the push for like the newer Chucky movies to come out mm-hmm. now too and and like, and I think they were very well written. I think there's some terrible fucking characters in there. Yeah, but there are. Like definitely. Courtney Cox's character. Yeah, she's like, the reporter. Yeah, yeah she like make, her as a per. I was like, you're a shitty person. Yeah. kind of thing. Not her in like real not, life. Not her in ge- her, her character. character. Yeah, trying to make money off of uh, um, the Sydney's mom's death. <laughs> and I do like in the second one how she already has a new cameraman because hers got killed in the first one and then he trying to save sydney yeah Yeah. and then he ends up quitting because he's like no you're gonna get me killed (laughs) (laughs) like uh so and you said there's four of them there's four of them and they're working on a fifth one i think and there's a a netflix series about the one really yeah i didn't know there's a netflix series yeah and so uh but then they use the same uh ghost face costume Mm -hmm. for parody movies to come out like the scary like movie. scary movies and <laughs> i remember when that first one came out everyone was like what the, what the? oh yeah from yeah. the budweiser commercials yeah. I was like oh my god what the? <laughs> <laughs> other than that yeah nothing else no scream um i would like to do some like conjuring maybe the Conjuring. See, I haven't seen any of those. Well, and own, they keep coming out with something else. Like I own the first two. That's like, well, the first two that they made, or the the first. Well, I because now they, the newest one they make because they keep making like prequels to these. The first two that they made, not the first. Like they're making prequels, like um, like the Star Wars movies, because the first Star Wars movies that came out were in the seventies. So they're yeah, going no, back so and like these ones. Making, like you have the Conjuring one and two, and yep. then they came out with like the Nun and Annabelle, and then oh, the Possession, yeah. and now this one is like the Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It, which is like supposed to be like the how it all started. No, I I don't have those. I have the Conjuring one and two yeah, with the like, house, and then the house over in Europe. I think it is. Yeah, because there's like twelve of them now. No, no, I don't. Yeah, there's quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't. Uh, 
No, I, I haven't seen Annabelle either, which I'd really like to see. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of creepy doll, which they actually it's a like a true story too, right? Yeah, they they actually have the doll. Yeah, the, the like in the museum that do uh, mess with this, and there's actually been death for people when they mess around with the exhibit. Something bad happened to them, like very quickly afterwards, Oof. like like multiple times. So really? like so then that really feeds into the story of it being possessed and stuff like that. And the the actual Annabelle doll kind of. Looks like a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, that, I think it is a Raggedy, Raggedy Ann doll. I just oh, try to remember. Oh, Annabelle, that. Raggedy Ann. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, I never even put that to. <laughs> wow. I <laughs> know, oh, and then uh, another big series I would like to go over. Like individually, I think we should do the Nightmare on Elm Street and the Friday Thirteenth. Just but mm-hmm. like uh, I know we did quite a few with. The child's play was just trying to get a good start to the month of October, but yeah, it was good. Like, uh, there's a lot of depth that goes into these individual movies. It's back when they were writing them, they weren't really expecting sequels to come out, so they're trying to get a full story in with it. So I was like, oh, sounds good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than that, Halloween. What are you going to dress as Halloween? Uh, I was supposed to go as. Uh... The Mandalorian, because Graydon's going as Grogu. But oh, yeah. I'm uh, really glad you said his name. It's, his name isn't Baby Yoda. They called it like his name is Grogu. Okay, boom, got yeah. it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, I don't want to spend that much money on a costume that I'm only going to wear once. So <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do. I want to go as a pro golfer, but like. An old classic one with like the the checkered sweater vests and everything, <laughs> the argyle socks and yeah. the knickers and the. <laughs> it's just because it's cheap. I have a lot of time and I needed a costume. Right. I thought I'd just carry around my fifty six all night. <laughs> I need to practice with it anyway. <laughs> Keep blading the ball with it. Well, don't take your nine iron to my no. break again. Oh man, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I was so sad on that day. It's, I feel like it's going to happen with my 5-iron now. I've been using it so often. <laughs> getting really good. I can really whack it. But I feel like the tip is getting loose. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was supposed to go golfing today. But it's it's like negative. Like the last time we recorded, we had to worry about it getting so hot in here. And now, now I'm trying to like, I'm all bundled up. <laughs> like it's cold in here. <laughs> no. No. Well, I guess that's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll get back to you next time. Oh, yeah. Make sure uh, if you fall asleep, you're not thinking of Grant, because we'll come after you. (laughs) 